Hello, and welcome to Love at First Contact. I'm Samuel Johnson. I'm your resident Trek fan, and joining me today is... Safai, his fiance. Are you a Trek fan? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's preference this. So this whole podcast is about my love for Star Trek and wanting to share it with my fiance. High five, fiance. Awesome. Uh, so you've watched a little bit of Star Trek with me. You've watched all of Lower Decks. Um, you, you are all caught up on Lower Decks for now. And you like Lower Decks. Yeah, because it's like a cartoon kind of... I like cartoons. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I always like to say that I'm, I'm your Boimler to your Mariner. So. You say that. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> if, it, if he had his way, he would make us cosplay as them. We were going to. It's going to happen eventually, because you even said you'd do it. No, I didn't. You didn't? I swore you told me you'd do it. Anyway, anyway, we're <laughs> off point. So welcome to Love at First Contact. So Love at First Contact is going to be a podcast where we go through the Star Trek series from the original series, those old scientists, all the way to... I, I don't think there is an end, because at this point there are six shows in production. Um, we're recording this on March 13th, 2022. Um, right now Picard is airing. In May we have Strange New Worlds. And then Lower Decks comes back, and then Discovery will come back, and then Strange New Worlds will come back, and then Picard will come back, and then we'll do Lower Decks again, and there's Prodigies, and we're going to do it all. But we're not going to do it all. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the most important episodes <laughs> from... <laughs> that I'll let him let me watch. <laughs> and I'm picking the episodes that I think you'll like, um, but also the episodes that are like important to future plot. <laughs> So, like, if we get to an episode in the future... Because it kind of happened with the episode we watched today. Um, and, and to just, just make it clear, the episode we watched today was the second pilot, where no man has gone before. And I think there were a couple times where, like, oh, that's that joke from Lower Decks. I was like, oh, Gary Mitchell, that's the guy who Ransom turns into, kind of. That's the one who said he could be an action figure? No, that's James T. Kirk. Okay. The guy you had a crush on the whole episode. I didn't have a crush on him, but I said he was cute. He is cute. James T. Kirk's a little cutie. <laughs> But let's get into it. Let's do a quick synopsis of the episode. So the Enterprise, our, our favorite starship, is heading towards the Galactic Barrier. You can't say R. Okay, I'm saying R as in, like, the Star Trek audience okay. listening to us. I don't know what ship you're going to end up liking. I don't think I'll like any of them. I don't really... No, you like the Cerritos a little bit, right? Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I wanted to do this with you, because you're really not a Star Trek fan, but you indulge me so much, and that's oh why I love you. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> So they're, they're heading towards the Galactic Barrier, they pass through the Galactic Barrier, and once they get inside, Gary Mitchell, um, and the psychiatrist whose name I can't remember. Elizabeth, right? No, I, I, Yeah, no, that was right, Elizabeth. Yeah! I think it was Elizabeth. I didn't know what it was until, like, near the end, yeah. and he said her name. We had, so we're watching on, on Paramount+, Plus, and as everyone knows, the audio mixing on the original series on Paramount+. Is trash. Is trash. <laughs> it's, I think I like made it clear to her, like, I'm so sorry you have to listen to the intro, like, this, the historic, you know, these are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise when all you can hear is the music. So, CBS, if you're listening to this brand new podcast, I'd really appreciate if you, you know, fix the audio on your flagship series. Um, but it, it, so they go through the Galactic Barrier, Gary Mitchell and uh, the psychiatrist uh, get you know, godlike powers, um, and then Kirk has to figure out what to do with them. Um, let's start with the first question. What did you think? Um, well, I mean, besides the graphics? Well, let's <laughs> let's give it a little bit of a break, because this was um, a pilot they were forced to make because they wouldn't pick up the first pilot. Mm -hmm. um, do you know who Lucio Ball is? No. 
Do you know I Love Lucy, the old TV show from, like... Yeah, but I've never watched it. Okay. So, Lucille Ball had a, a TV sh- studio called Desilu Studios. And they... I, I think they wanted to get into the science fiction market, and a producer called Gene Roddenberry, who you'll hear a lot about through this journey, um, had this idea for this show that was basically a show called Wagon Train, which was about a wagon train to, like, Oregon, but in space. What? Yeah. It's, so, Star Trek is a Western... You'll pick up on that. Like, there are Western elements in it. And so, Lucio Ball was like, yeah, let's do it. So they shot a pilot. They shot, an, I think it's an hour-long pilot called The Cage. Completely different cast. The only carryover is um, Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock. This is also Star Trek, though, right? Yes. Okay. Um, the captain wasn't James T. Kirk. It was Christopher Pike. There was a female bridge officer named Number One. That was her name. <laughs> she yeah, has... I, I, I mean, I know Number One because they say all the time. Yeah, we've watched a little bit of TNG, and he calls Riker number one. And he named his dog number one. Yes, in okay. Picard, because we've watched a little <laughs> bit of Picard, too. So number one is a, a kind of a reference to um, to this character played by Major Roddenberry named number one. She has a name now because all of these characters from the canceled pilot are now characters in Discovery and Strange New Worlds. So here's the weird logic of this. The canceled pilot from, like, 66... Was just picked up last year for a TV show. Because <laughs> Strange New Worlds is that show. Because it's Pike, number one, and Spock. But it, it took 56, 70 years to get picked up. You guys can't see this, but my head is just like bouncing off the walls. I'm really confused. I think you're getting it a little... Well, as we go, I think you'll get it. I mean, I know the names because you've said them before, but I just don't understand I'm that a, I'm order. a huge Anson Mount Christopher Pike fan. I love Christopher Pike. He's got a great podcast, too. Um, but yeah, so so we'll get there. We'll get with that discovery. I, I imagine we're not going to do all. I'll tell you, there's not a lot of TOS. We're going to blaze through the 67 show. TOS. So TOS stands for the original series. Okay, she gave me a look when I said TOS. Remember in Lower Decks where they were like, TOS era? And the captain's like, what? And he's like, those old scientists. No. <laughs> So the joke is that every Star Trek is abbreviated to three letters. Okay. So there's TOS, TNG, DS9, VOY. I know TNG. Yeah. And we've watched a little bit of Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine is my personal favorite. And okay. I hate to say it, but out of all the shows, we're going to watch the most of Deep Space Nine because that's when it starts getting serialized. Okay. So I'm watching the time because we're at six minutes and I feel bad that it's just me, like, gushing. And you're just sitting over here like, uh-huh, honey, thank you. Because, I mean... I don't know anything, so you kind of have to explain yeah. everything. It's true. So this is going to... We're going over a lot in this episode, so we won't have to do this every episode. Okay. But back to the question, because we've gotten off track. What did you think of the episode? I mean, I thought it was interesting um, how they still kind of have, like, a psychology or psychological, like, input into it. So I have a psychology degree, so I like anything psychology. Um, I don't think... Like the whole, I think ESPN is a thing in some case. I think how they did it in the episode, that was a little over extreme. Like at the end when they had like lasers, like what was that? When they were palpatining each other with yes, laser hands. like what is that? <laughs> that's, that's how you, you characterize psychic powers in the 60s. And I don't think their eyes would be like that if they had ESPN. Which like, how did they make their eyes? Did they just have contacts? I don't. I I kept trying to figure out what we were watching the episode because I've never thought about it. It has to be contact. But that looks so painful. And did they? Even, oh, yeah. Did they even have like fully silver contact? No, back then it was glass. Right. 
So like those were probably unless they did like unless could they do um CGI? Yeah, can they do CGI No, CGI will not be invented for 20 more years. Okay. In fact, did you know the first use of CGI was in a Star Trek movie? Everything is in a Star Trek movie. Anytime I bring something up, you're like, hey, did you know they were in Star Trek? Or hey, did you know this came from Star Trek? Weren't we just talking about the foot flown? Yeah, at the episode, you're like, what is that communicator? And I was like, well, that is the origin of the foot phone. Of course it was. Um, so yeah, I would say it's a good episode. You So you like that there was a psychologist in the episode? Um, yeah. Well, was she a doctor? I mean, I she, mean, psychologists she, are a doctor. She was like, like the ship psychologist. Okay. I didn't, I wish she had more facial expressions. I, well, I got good news for you. Yeah. Not this show, but the next show, one of the main characters is a psychologist. Okay. Her name is Deanna Troy. You're going to love her. Um, so, I mean, psychology is something Star Trek focuses on. What you'll notice is that Star Trek takes the sciences and really spotlights it a lot. Well, yeah, the science show. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get to your question. So what I had her do was we were watching the show, and normally when we watch science fiction or Star Trek together, she, like, asks a bunch of questions. No, normally when we watch any show together, I ask a buttload it's of questions. True. Um, <laughs> Because we have vastly different tastes in TV shows. But you, you humor me and I humor you occasionally. You don't ask me questions. No, because I get it most of the time. Wow, that, that side remark. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's get to your questions. So, uh, uh, you wrote questions as we watched the episode, so uh -huh. these are mostly going to be in order. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you want to well, ask. Well, before I get to my first question, I just want to say... Do better in uniforms. I mean, I know they have new uniforms now, yeah. but what was that? What was that, like, that iron press-on patch? What is that? It wasn't even pressed on. It was poorly sewn. Um, so these were carryover uniforms from the original pilot, mm -hmm. from the show that wasn't going to be picked up. And they, I guess they did have a budget to do new uniforms, but I promise you... <laughs> One more episode, and the uniforms vastly and improved. And some of them have, like, zippers on their collars, and some of them didn't. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Like, I don't, what? Yeah, so next episode, it will go to long-sleeve velvet tunics. The ones that I've seen before? Yes. Okay. The one that I, I think I own one. I don't think I've ever worn it in front of you. I have my Picard, you've seen me in my Picard uniform, but you haven't yeah. seen me in my TOS uniform. But the, the color scheme is still the same, though, like the engineer, the doctor. No, 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 because they didn't have a captain one. They didn't have the red one. You know yeah, that. Yeah, they have a brown one. Yeah, so it'll go to yellow for command. Okay. Um, and, yeah, yellow for command, it'll go for red for operations and tactical. And blue was still a doctor. Yeah. Blue will be for the medical and sciences. That never changes. But why did they change it? Because they didn't. I, I don't know the exact specific reason, but I believe they changed it because they didn't have a color to indicate um, lower crewmen or, like, engineers and stuff like that. So they added red, and they made it more yellow because it didn't look so tan. Because that tan color really kind of blends in with the background a lot, mm -hmm. and does not look good. Yeah, well, I also couldn't tell, like, between the brown and the yellow sometimes. Our but. cat Hoshi has joined us. Hoshi is, of course, named after Hoshi Sato from Enterprise. Oh, my Hello, Hoshi. Actually, my first question was about the um, the shirts. Oh, my second question. Okay, I don't remember if I don't know if you remember, but in the first, like right at the beginning, who was that lady with a pink shirt in the back? That was really random. Yeah, I I noticed that too. I think it's supposed to be either a waitress or an off-duty crewman because they're in like a bar on the ship. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're like playing Spock and Kirk are playing chess in like mm -hmm. um like the the ready or the rec room. And I'm guessing that's an off-duty crewman wearing, like, civilian comfy clothing. Okay. Which was normal. It, it was a very 60s outfit. 
Okay. So to be fair, it probably was normal for somebody to wear that in the 60s. <laughs> I was just like, she's not with the color scheme at all. No, she was. that was <laughs> the most color we saw in this whole episode, okay. I think. Um... My neck, well, it's not really a question, but as you talk about the chess, I did. I don't know how to play chess, but I really did like that chess like game. We can get a three dimensional. That's a real game you can play. I don't play. know how to play chess. I don't know how to play three dimensional chess. I know how to play regular chess. I don't want to play. I just think it's really cool. We can play chess. It is really cool. We'll play chess though. Me and you will play chess. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, did, okay. Did they ever? What was that like item thing that it teleported onto the ship right in the beginning? What was that? That was like. Like a, a like messenger buoy. It was like the ship's. You know what a black box is? Yeah. So it was like the ship's black. The the ship they were looking for in that cloud, that was that ship's black box. Wait, wait. So there was already a ship that was like demolished or something. Yeah. So there was the USS Valiant, which disappeared two hundred years ago, which doesn't really fit in the future timeline of Star Trek, but for the sake of the episode, we'll say it does. So it disappeared in there, but they recovered the like beacon. Mm-hmm. And through that beacon, they heard a distress call that talked about ESP powers, okay. the captain destroying his own ship, and, like, one of the crewmen magically healing themselves. Wait, how did, why did the captain destroy his own because ship? Because one of his crew members turned into a psychic god. Oh. And so he killed him by destroying his own ship. Okay. That's what Kirk was trying to prevent by not okay. doing that. Okay, so you said that Spock, and what was the captain's name again? We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about what. <laughs> I know you're going to. I, so I made a joke, and I, I truly believe, um, and I'm going to get a little heat from this, probably from the wrong side of the fandom. I truly believe that Kirk and Spock love each other deeply <laughs> and passionately. Um, I know it's never talked about in canon and, and whatever, and I hope, beyond hope, that if Kirk ever shows up in Strange New Worlds, that it comes up. Well, I don't know because, okay, was it that still ca- that captain dude, right? Like, he held. When when the when they were going through like the purple forest field yeah. thingy, yeah. he like held someone's hand. He held a girl's hand. Yeah, Gary Mitchell grabbed that yeoman's hand and like held on to it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. He's like holding on to yeah. her hand. Yeah, oh, that was actually one of my questions. I was like, okay, are they like a love interest or something? Never. She never appears again. Okay. So, I think I warned you. I was like, don't get attached to a lot of the characters in this episode because either they change or they just never appear again. I was also kind of sad. I thought Uhura... So Uhura is uh, the communications officer of the Enterprise. Um, she's one of the best characters in Star Trek, in my opinion, played by a wonderful actress named Michelle Nichols. Was she in this episode? No. Okay. But she'll be in the next one. <laughs> so um, just to show kind of our order, we're going from where No Man Has Gone Before to... Um, oh, I think it's the Man Trap. Don't look at me like I'm I I'm going to say Salt Vampire, and somebody will comment on Twitter being like, yeah, that's the Man Trap. And I'm like, is okay. Is the one that he's a vampire? No, there's, a vampire? there's a vampire in the next episode, Ooh. but it's a salt vampire. You mean like salve? No, like <laughs> like it sucks onto you and it sucks out all the salt in your body. Like a leech? Like a leech, Ooh. but for salt. There's what? Yeah. Okay. There's you didn't know there's salt in your body? I didn't know. Was, it's like I mean... sodium. It's like a really small <laughs> amount. But yeah, so so that's that's the plot of the next episode. I think I texted you. I was at work and I texted you. Do you want a psychological thriller or do you want a monster mystery? And you said psychological thriller. I was. This was when I was really confused because I was in the car and I just stopped, and I was like, "Ooh, are we going to like an escape room?" I was really excited. (laughs) Sorry, Star Trek. That's why I asked why. No, because I was like, I need to. I was gonna pick. I was gonna let us watch the other one. 
and we were gonna skip this one but i was like ah this is a good episode though in my opinion and then i watched the episode and i'm like yeah we probably could have skipped this one i'll say that it's now important because the galactic barrier will come back up in eight tv shows from now is that that purple thing yeah so that will be important again in discovery which is like one of the newer shows so we I have to get through all the others i still don't understand like what that is you said it's just like they can't go past that yeah so imagine like do you know what the oort cloud okay so <laughs> so you know how our solar system has nine oh god nine or ten planets nine planets right pluto's not a, wait pluto's a planet now pluto's a planet i count pluto yeah. i don't care what neil degrasse tyson says <laughs> no they said he's a, they're a planet now yeah but neil degrasse tyson still says it isn't anyway um so uh outside of our solar system there is a, like a, a bunch of gas and like okay. debris that, that forms like a cloud called the Oort cloud so in star trek around the galaxy is this like radio it's not radioactive it's like energy a weird energy barrier okay. that surrounds it like a hula hoop and nothing can go through it okay so it keeps everything in our galaxy locked inside <laughs> okay except the enterprise will break it a lot and then well it, yeah because they have yeah. to go out and have, have we watched any of the new season of Discovery together? I think I watch it so late at night. I stay up till one in the morning and I watch it. And I, then, I don't know. I don't think so. Even if we did, I wouldn't be able to tell. Anyway, the galactic barrier has finally become relevant again through Discovery. Okay. So, and when we get to Discovery, it'll be it'll be fun that you watch this episode. And then the fact that you know who Gary Mitchell is when we rewatch Lower Decks, you'll be able to joke about Gary Mitchell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so continue your questions though. Um, did that explain the galactic barrier well? Yeah, that okay. did. It's weird. It's Basically, it's just a big no-no. Yeah, it's like a no-no. It, like, the engines can't go through it. Oh, so that's why they were stuck on the planet. No, they went to the planet to maroon Gary Mitchell um, and to get a repair part. Um, their engines were, like, blown up because they went into the barrier. Like, it just exploded their engines. But Spock said there was, like, two, they can either do that or they can do something else. Destroy the ship. Oh. He was like, we can either maroon Gary Mitchell or we can destroy the Enterprise. Okay. I think. Somebody's going to tell me I'm wrong. I was like, why would... I'm probably wrong. Why would Spock want to destroy... I mean, I know he Spock doesn't have feelings, and, I mean, but... Spock in this episode was very much like either kill the man or blow yourself up. No bueno. No bueno. Just the color scheme in the little conference room. The, like, blue... The blue with the red? <laughs> yeah, that... So that's really the camera gradient, so this episode there's a remaster and this was the remaster but for Not some well yeah for some reason cbs has put up the worst version of every star trek on the website so until they choose to put the better remaster up this is the one we're stuck with i feel like all these fans are just gonna come at me because they're like this girl she's just like hating on our star trek i don't think you're hating on it <laughs> I think you're just asking legitimate questions that someone who has never watched Star Trek would ask. I mean, ask. I'm a brutal, honest person, and so... Like I said, this episode isn't a good judge for the rest of the series because everything changes from here on out. So why did we watch this? Because it's important for the future. There'll be episodes where you ask this question a lot, and I'm like, it's because it's important for a future episode. <laughs> this is literally... this. We're only watching this episode because it's now important to know about the galactic barrier in Discovery, which is, the I think, 12th tv series but can't you just explain it when we you know never mind don't answer that question <laughs> i could it's not as fun that way though oh my god and we get less episodes and i really want to go through tos right we already talked about their eyes 
that was one of my questions. Yeah, the weird contact lens, whatever that yeah. was. Yeah, I felt like they could have just, like, I know, like, they were trying to make him seem more, like, out of the ordinary, but I feel like they could have done something, like, way better. Because I feel like, ha- like, however they did their eyes, my eyes will be burning for, like, a week if I had to do I'm, something like I'm that. I'm sure they were. I'm going to Google, and I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you know in the future in the next episode, probably. Because I'm really curious. Yeah, because I am too. Because I was looking at that and I was like, they couldn't have done CGI. They probably wouldn't have gone to the effort of, like, taping something on the film. Yeah. So it had to have been on their eyes. And that sounds really painful. Yeah, it might have just been reflective contact lenses that they shined a light directly in. But that's that's still... That's still painful. Yeah, you're still shining a light <laughs> in someone's eyes. you would be blind. Eyes. And especially since, like, I'm assuming, like, their actors don't actually wear glasses, right? No, none of them at this time wear glasses. Right. I'm, I think Leonard Nimoy, when he got older, he wore glasses. Kind of like mine, actually. So. Okay. Yeah. You don't like your glasses. I like these. They're just kind of big. I mean, <laughs> You're, it's, it's, it shapes your face. I, I thank you, baby. That's how they go. You don't want, no. Yeah, you take them. Okay. So I Googled it. Um, the change in Gary and Elizabeth's eyes was accomplished by Gary Lockwood and Sally Kellerman, the actors, okay. wearing sparkly contact lenses. How does that work? Uh, they consisted of tinfoil <laughs> sandwiched between two lenses which covered the entire eye. So their eyes were just shot blood red afterwards. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Because he wore it for like the whole episode. Yeah. Jeez, that had to hurt. Oh my, I would, I would like need to not open my eyes for a while yeah very true Ooh. okay my question <clears throat> it's not really a question still okay um i thought it was, i didn't really like how they were watching him um through the computer screen being creepy yeah yeah and then it was even more creepy how he like turned and looked at them that was, <laughs> i told you so i got chills psychological thriller <laughs> it was good though wasn't it we gave it I a good mean, effect it was weird <laughs> it was weird um yeah that'll happen a lot not a lot, but it happens more than once. So it's kind of weird that it happened twice. Ah. <laughs> I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're doing a page one? Yeah. Awesome. We're I almost... honestly like this episode was kind of like, most of the time when I had a question, they kind of already answered my question. Yeah. So. That's what happens when you pay attention to the episode. Are you saying I don't pay attention to your episode? Sometimes. Ow. <laughs> um... She, like, Elizabeth, she clearly fell in love with him. Oh, yeah, 100%. This is 100%. the 60s. 100%. This is the 60s. A woman in the TV show? Oh, she's oh, got to have a love God. interest. You're going to see every episode of Star Trek, there's going to be a woman who falls madly in love with James T. Kirk. And James T. Kirk, his only love is the Enterprise. Oh. Except for Edith Keeler. Like, how he, like, this, like, like, rubbed her, her cheek. Oh, like, that was creepy. <laughs> what was oh. that? And then they walk into the room and look in the mirror, and she has the eyes. Oh my god! Oh, it was creepy. Like, I after after like, okay, I didn't think that maybe she would turn into one. I thought maybe like, she would just like he was hypnotizing her or something. Yeah. At no. first. No, when they so in early in the episode they showed that her ESP score is almost as high as his. Well, I thought this was like n- like near the end after he already like shot Spock and um yeah yeah like when he led her away I was like oh he clearly hypnotized her yeah no she was just on his side the whole time wow yeah I, oh wait that's another question how 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 what how did he like 
do that to her. I don't understand. She, she, he didn't do anything. She just chose. But how does that work? Like, she, I guess, like, what, it's just the aura after spending no, so much time no, with them and it transfers? Literally, she just wanted to see a superior human be left alone, I guess. No, but, like, how does she get his powers? That's what... Oh, she also has high ESP. Remember whenever they go through the barrier, she also gets, like, electric. Oh, she got zapped, too? Yeah. Okay. So it showed it, but she didn't get the... Like, it was, like, because her ESP score was lower... Okay. It didn't take effect until later. Until she was, like, fully committed into until it. Until the plot needed it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, but there was another guy that, I got, that got zapped, wasn't it? He died. He died? <laughs> that was Kelso. Remember, Kelso got strangled by the... the with cords. But why'd they kill him? Because he could have turned into one? No, because he was like holding, so he was holding a button or he was about to push a button that if Gary got out, would destroy the whole like valley. Yeah. But wait, wait, but he got zapped, so would it have been possible for him to turn into one too then? Maybe, but I, I don't know if he got zapped or he just got shot by the Enterprise's exploding rocks. Okay. Because you'll notice whenever a console explodes, mm -hmm. they fill it with foam rocks. So when it explodes, it blows foam rocks, or actual rocks sometimes, onto the actors' faces. <laughs> Isn't that kind of dangerous? Yeah. It gets worse in later seasons. Well, they got like a stunt double for that? No, not always. Oh my god. Uh, when we get to one of the movies, there's a, there's a scene where, uh, spoilers, the Enterprise is about to be destroyed and it's crashing. Okay. And Deanna Troy, the, the psychiatrist in Next Generation, mm -hmm. she sits down and there's a deleted, uh, it's like cut, it's a blooper, and she jumps up because there was uh, like a red hot piece of debris on her seat and it burnt her. <laughs> so that, that happened. That does not sound like a liable. No. That's yeah. why they sign contracts. <laughs> well, I need, to, I need a lot of money if I'm doing I that. I mean, they, they got banked. I mean, they're still riding high on Star Trek, I think. If we got Star Trek money, like... We got, ah, oh man. It's like, <laughs> no debt. Oh, I would love to be on a Star Trek. I don't even care. They can kill me off. Put just me a, in the background. Just a cameo. Just a that cameo. would be so much You don't money. even gotta pay me. Like, I'll Yes, you do. <laughs> Wait, we have a house. <laughs> I'll come out. I will stand in engineering. I'll let you throw, like, a flamethrower. They're using actual flames now on Star Trek. You're getting money because if you die, like, we're gonna have kids in the future. That's not how this works. I don't got no acting talent. I don't care. You're getting paid. Look, we, we want let kids. Me, let me keep my uniform, and we'll we'll do this. No. Oh. Anyway, you got more questions? Yeah. Um. What is like? Um. What is? Well, I know it's a planet, but like, what exactly is Delta Vega? Did it's I say a, that right? It's a planet. Like, is it important later on? Or no, I don't think we ever see it again. Okay, because I was like, is that like the planet they went to on Lower Decks? I wasn't sure. Like, leading into it. No, but um. There's at least two planets we'll go back to in the original series that Lower Decks goes to. Okay. Like, remember the one where they went and the people were, like, killing and eating each other? And they're like, don't do that. And yeah, but then they weren't supposed to get involved. Yeah, because they were worshipping a computer called yeah. Landru. That's a sequel to um, to an episode of the original series. Okay. Because that's where, like, the, those old scientists comes into play. Or, like, um, I think we'll watch one or two episodes of the original animated series. Remember in Lower Decks when they're on the ship with all the artifacts and there's the giant skeleton wearing the Starfleet uniform? No. Okay. <laughs> well, so that is a second Spock called Giant Spock from an episode where they fight a giant Spock. In Lower Decks? No, and there's another animated show before Lower Decks. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll get there, though. We'll I was like, there. I think I would have remembered seeing a giant Spock in Lower Decks. Yeah. I'll point it out next time we get there. Okay. Um, so, Okay. What's, what else? We got not many questions left. Um, so, like, okay, so how exactly did it, like, work, like, taking over his mind? 
Or did it really take over his mind? It didn't take over his mind. He just went mad with power. Like, okay. he, like... You uh, mean, like, everything that happens in the universe? Pretty much. <laughs> he, uh, he basically turned into a god. He got godlike powers, and he let it corrupt him, and he went nuts. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's, like, every, like, politician. <laughs> He's not a politician, though. I know, but... He's a Starfleet officer. He's the best of the best. I know he's not a politician, but I'm just comparing. It's a good example. <laughs> oh, what else do I got? I already asked how it affected her. Um, I guess kind of really my last question, which is also kind of not really a question, is WTF that ending. Like, I literally wrote that. <laughs> WTF Where they just the leave ending? him in the, in the hole... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not dead. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I expected him to come back because, like, he's he's ESPM. Can't he just teleport through that rock? You know, you'd think so. There's a really great fan film that was made by a bunch of Star Trek actors called mm -hmm. Of Gods and Men, where he comes back and, like, wreaks havoc on the universe. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not canon. Okay. And we're never going to see him again. <laughs> and for, for half, or no, for more than half, for, like, four quarters of Star Trek until we get to like the last like 10% of Star Trek that's out now the galactic barrier is never going to be mentioned again Gary Mitchell is never going to be mentioned again wow so it's going to take a while to get back here like I could literally <laughs> I could literally see them bringing him back and you saw how like the tombstone went in with him and he has the tombstone and he has it in front of him and he's like oh he's back <laughs> did you see what's on the tombstone his name right no it says James R. Kirk because the grave was for Kirk. Right. But it's it, so James R. Kirk is his name now, but in the next episode it'll be James T. Kirk. Because they hadn't worked out what Kirk's middle name was yet. Why is it important? It's not. It's just a fun little <laughs> Easter egg I thought I'd point out no, to you. No, but I mean, why is it important that they do that? <laughs> I, I, it's not. It's just, I guess... They're the, just being complicated? Yeah, pretty much. Because it goes from whatever R stood for to Tiberius. <laughs> why? I don't know. James Tiberius Kirk. Did they bring that up later? Oh, yeah. They'll call him James Tiberius Kirk. But why? It's his name. I'm gonna ask, stop asking why because you can't answer my question. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just a fun little Easter egg that you didn't notice. But that's so dumb. It is really dumb. Like I don't even. Know. You gotta remember, this is a pilot. A lot of stuff's gonna change in a pilot. Everything changes after the pilot. I mean, literally, like I said, um, I think I pointed out that that Scotty and Sulu are in this episode. Who is that again? So S Sulu. That's the Asian dude. Yes, George Takei. <laughs> Well, one of my favorite people on this planet, George Takei. Okay. And Scotty is the Scottish man. Which named one was Scotty. That one again? The engineer. Who died? No. He doesn't die. Ever. <laughs> Scotty lives on. Um, I feel like no one dies in Star Trek. Oh, they do. Spock? But then they come back alive. The only character who has a happy death in Star Trek is Spock. But he comes back alive. No. He, oh, yeah. You've seen Wrath of Khan. He comes back to life, but... Uh, so the only character in the original... Oh, well... There are two characters. Pecan. Khan comes. Pecan. Yeah, he comes back. It's just Khan. Not Pecan. I'd say Pecan, okay? <laughs> Pecan. Okay. Um, so, uh, there are three films called The Kelvin Timeline, where Spock accidentally causes the universe to split in two by trying to save a planet called Romulus. You know about Romulus' destruction. Because I complain about it all the time when, when I'm watching Picard. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I listen. I know. <laughs> um, so... Um, 
Well, we'll get there. I don't want to talk about it now. We'll talk about that in ten years when we get to the Kelvin film. You mean when I forget about the conversation? Yeah. But to finish my point, there are only two Star Trek characters in the original series who have deaths um, that are on screen. Um, that is Spock. Spock dies of old age. Um, and Jim Kirk, who dies from a bridge falling on him. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. He gets stabbed or... Stabbed or shot. He gets stabbed or shot in the That's back. That's both unfortunate. He, he's on a bridge. The bridge falls, crushes him, and his last words are, Oh my. Why did they do that to him? God, who, who, who knows? Who knows? That's really rude. That's really rude. <laughs> Why'd you gotta kill off Kirk? Um, technically, he didn't die. If you read William Shatner's self-insert fan fiction, that I'm, he, not, gonna I'm not gonna insult the Shatnerverse. The Shatnerverse books have their merit, but they're kind of weird. Um... Anyway, that was where no man has gone before. What did you think of the episode? Like, you said it was okay in the beginning, but having gone through it all now, would you say that it excites you? I mean, I thought the character development, which was not really development, but the overall characters were okay. Um, I thought that the plot for it was interesting especially for their time um i thought it was a little too far-fetched though but it was interesting um i i already said i hated the graph i will always say i hated the graphics make it better i know and i understand it was that time frame but no <laughs> um i oh a favorite character because you asked me to have a favorite character right I mean, I haven't really watched much to have a favorite character. I guess, like, if I have a favorite character, and I feel like I'm being, like, really, like, basic, but I like Spock, but only because, like, I know he doesn't have any quote-unquote feelings. <laughs> he So, Spock has feelings, he just suppresses them. He literally said he has no feelings. Yeah, that'll change. Okay. <laughs> but I, I like his logic, because that's me. I like the yeah. logic. I would say you're very much like Spock, so I could see that. That I'm emotionless? You're not emotionless, <laughs> but you're very good at controlling it. It's hard to read you a lot. You know, everybody says that. As, as someone who is in an active relationship with you and going to marry you, I'll say that sometimes it's very hard to understand what is going on in that brain of yours. You know my childhood. I know. We're not going to talk about that <laughs> to the internet, though. Um, traumatic childhood. Ooh, emotional damage. <laughs> Oh, you're a TikToker. You are too! I am now, but I'm an old man. Oh my to, to preference, I'm, I'm three years older than you, right? You're two years older than me. That's right, I'm two years older. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm three years older than you. Um, but yeah, I would say you're more hip than I am. Meh. Meh. I also work with children, so That's true. I get the lingo from them. We're in two vastly different career fields. I'm in retail and you're a, a special education teaching assistant i'm trying to be a teacher basically we'll follow that journey too because i'm sure by the time we graduate in college we'll just be getting out of this show yes. i'm kidding i'll be honest with you guys we're probably only going to do maybe three or four episodes from each season of the original series which there's only three seasons then we'll do maybe one or two episodes of, of the animated series. Why are you looking at me? I'm just looking this at you. This is your plan. You're pretty. I want to look at you. I know, but I'm like, you're like looking um, at me and like squinting like we have Because we haven't gone through the plan together. I kind of sprung this. I had to bribe you for this. You didn't bribe me. I said I would have done it. I know. I just didn't think you would. I bought her a computer and I was like, look, this is a bribe for you to do this podcast I've been wanting to do. And I said I would have done it. I mean, I like the computer because I needed one, but. And it was, it was not that bad. But I still said I would have done it. Yeah, but I'm glad we're doing it. I think I think this will be a fun... Uh, Bonding. It'll be a fun trek through the stars. 
<laughs> I make puns. That's going to be my thing. But what are you doing to my book? I'm just opening and closing it. So she wrote, she has a very pretty journal um, that she wrote two pages. Well, that's from school. That's, don't look that's, at that. Okay. So you wrote two pages. I'm going to read. What's this? I don't even remember. I don't, don't want to read it. So you got, you wrote two pages of notes. So that's pretty good for the first episode. Well, I told you, I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. But, okay, so did you, would you say you're excited to explore all of Star Trek with me? I give you a 50-50. <laughs> I think it'll get more exciting once we start getting into it. I mean, it's, I mean, you already saw how much of a struggle I had to not ask the questions that I wanted to ask. You wrote some good questions, I'll give you that. I mean, I, you cannot lie that when we watch stuff, yeah, sometimes my questions are quote-unquote dumb. I never say your questions are dumb. <laughs> But I have some questions for someone who's never watched the series. Yeah. And who, before I was with you, never really planned on watching the series. And that's the point of this <laughs> podcast, because one, our audience is getting the view of someone who has watched probably... No, I've watched every single episode of Star Trek ever. ever. I've watched all thousand hours of content. We're in his office, and um, I'm literally looking at his wall of books. Oh, so those aren't, those aren't books. Oh, those that are? is the entire original series in their original VHS tape form. That is the oldest we thing. We don't I... even have a VHS. No, that was a gift from my grandmother for, for Christmas one year. She just gave me a box full of VHS tapes that were all Star Trek, and it turned out it is the entire original series along with four episodes of The Next Generation and First Contact Do they for some even reason. Still work? Yes. There, some of them are still in the original plastic wrap. They've never been opened. Hell no! I'm not gonna. <laughs> that would ruin those. What are you? Those are worth. That's our kids' college fund one day. <laughs> what if they don't want to go to college? Then they don't have to go to college. We're not going to be those kind of parents. Oh my goodness. Um, they're going to get good jobs though. Yeah, it's either you get a job or you go to college. I do have some Star Trek books up there. I have a Romulan Bird of Prey, um, toy. And then everything else is Star Wars up there. There's, yeah, I saw there's, that. There's nothing but Star Wars books up not there. Not in the back, though. The back, those are like actual bookie books. That's yeah. like Tennyson and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I do have my Utopia Planitia Fleet Yards soul system little badge up there that I use for creativity. Mm -hmm. I do have to say, I mean, I know it's totally different, but I have seen Star Wars. So there's that. You've seen half of it. <laughs> okay, but that's better you than have. nothing. I would say you you would be more of a Star Wars fan than a Star Trek fan, but I think we're going to see some episodes of Star Trek that you're going to like, because I know you're a horror fan. And there are some really, like, the next episode, people are going to get the salt sucked out of them and look like mummies. It's going to be great. Oh, my There are episodes where, like, a, a ghost takes over someone, and we're not going to watch this episode because it's not important, but there's a ghost that takes over people and, like, causes them to be a serial killer, and, like, there's true crime episodes. Okay, this is what I don't understand, though, about Star Trek, because, like, it's a science, it's a science fiction-y show, but then they also have a lot of stuff that's not even like I mean they talk about stuff that's like realistic like you said they talk about like mental health and all that stuff yeah but then they also have like so far-fetched stuff that's like yeah. ghosts and vampires and well that's <laughs> that's mostly gonna be the original series and that'll kind of get phased out as we go forward but there are episodes that are nuts there's an episode in Deep Space Nine um, it's one of my favorite episodes most people hate it <laughs> called um, I think it's called come along home and literally the main cast gets taken into a board game um, that someone is playing in the show and they have to escape via the board game. And, like, they have to sing a rhyme and play hopscotch. So kind of like in the first movie of Harry Potter, how they play chess in real life? 
Yeah, kind of. Okay. Except there's no, I mean, there's no magic involved. It's well, just, yeah. It's just weird. This is magic, okay? I know. <laughs> that episode is weird. We may not watch it, to be honest with you, because I don't think it's important to anything else in the series. Um, but yeah, that was uh, our first episode. Thank you guys for listening to us. Um, did you have fun, my dear? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, it wasn't bad. We got to spend 40 minutes together, which is rare for us. I'm joking. We spend time together all the time. I just, I got a new computer in my office and I don't leave the office very much anymore. It's fine. I'm watching my anime right now. You are watching. I don't like anime. There's a Star Trek anime. I don't care. It's called Lower Decks. We've already watched it. Oh my god. Um, That's not not the anime I'm watching. That's true. Is there a Star Trek anime? No. That's the one thing they don't have. Not yet. Maybe you should start that. No. Get get our kids to hey, watch it start it. Hey, hey, uh, Akiva Goldsmith, call <laughs> us. We've got a, we've got a pitch for you. Star Trek anime. We we set it on a nice ship in space of Star Trekky stuff, but it's all anime. We set it here first. We get the copyright. Yeah, come on, Akiva, give us a call. Oh my gosh. I think Akiva Goldsmith's still the showrunner. I don't know who's showrunning now. It's hard to keep track. There's so many Star Trek. That's, that's a director. So Akiva Goldsmith is the um one of the main producers of Picard, and I think Discovery. But there are so many Star Trek shows in production right now, I'm having a legitimately hard time keeping straight behind-the-scenes info. I feel like I should get you, like, a notebook that you can write down when everything is coming up and what is coming up, because you'll just randomly tell me, like, I'm like, babe, I'm going to bed. You'll be like, okay, babe, um, I'm going to be up until 2 a.m. watching my show. And he will literally watch these shows until, or he'll stay up and wait until 2 a.m. He'll watch it with our dog. Thank, yeah, our dog loves watching Star Trek with me, so he'll lay on the couch and, and like watch the show with me. And he gets sad if I don't let him. And I've seen him done it. Like, I can testify, because we watched... I didn't stay up until 2 a.m. Heck no. But I saw this one time we were watching a Star... I don't remember what we were watching. We were watching Book of Boba Fett, which is a Star Wars Oh, show. okay. Well, we were watching something. He really likes the Book and of Boba Fett. And our dog straight up was actually looking at the TV, like, dedicated into this. He's my perfect little boy. Did we just get a nerd dog? We did. We got Nerdcast too. Hoshi, Hoshi, who's running around in the room right now, likes to watch Star Trek with They me. just want to hang out with you. They don't actually watch that's, it. That's, yeah, Hoshi does. Hoshi likes to watch Star Trek. I don't know. Anyway, we're off topic. We're trying to end the podcast. I'm sure people want to get back to their lives or their drive or whatever they're doing. Wow, we don't have lives. Well, they might. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Um, you got anything to say to our listeners? I like you, nerds. Aw. Thanks, babe. I'm sort of a nerd, but not really. You're, you're a pretty big nerd. And Disney! uh, We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, live long and prosper. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with uh, The Man Trap, I think. Is that the vampire? That's the vampire. Yes. Yes. The Man Trap will be next. We'll be introduced to Ahura, Sulu, the Great Bird of the Galaxy, more Jim Kirk, more Mr. Spock, and your probable favorite character, Leonard McCoy. He's the doctor. He's, He's sassy. I'm sassy. You're you're just like Leonard McCoy. Ooh. You're just not racist. Leonard McCoy's a little racist <laughs> against Spock. Damn. Yeah, plot it's, twist. it's it's good a plot twist. Leonard, I, he's not racist. He he playfully calls him a green blooded, no good Vulcan. That's fucking racist. I know. <laughs> You'll love him. He's a lovable little scamp. Well, if you have questions, please put them below. I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what is well, going on? we've got a Twitter. So if you want to follow us, go to um. So our Twitter is at love at first four underscore five if you're wondering why it's four five that is first contact day april 5th 2063 we'll probably be only halfway through star trek by 2063 but who who is hoping 
Um, but you'll know it's us because I've made us in Star Trek Online, so our banner and our profile picture is us in Star Trek Online. Not I, the actual us, like... I did a pretty good job. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not, like, our actual picture. No, because we're not in a video game. We can be. We could be. I mean, you technically are, because those two are now my bridge crew, so we're running around at my bridge whenever I play a game now. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Um, come back next week, and boldly go. No one has gone before. Okay, bye.